Welcome back to Blackout, House of Bob's cyberpunk adventure set in the Vantal Megaplex and powered by the Sprawl RPG system. Hi, I'm Christina, and I'm playing Olivia Crow, who's on the run for Mascorp while trying to figure out who's friend and who's foe. This is Schubert. I'll be playing Bunk, the cyberfunky audio junkie, packing beats on the Vantal streets. My name is Alex. I'll be playing Garrett, conspiracy theorist, wildcard, senior citizen. I'm Dan. I'll be playing Tiz, the hard-nosed reporter, tracking down corruption no matter the cost. And I'm Jake, your GM. If you want to support the show, check us out on Patreon, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, or just tell your friends about us. Roll on. During the last session, you were contacted by Adira and Detective Wilson with a job offer. According to Wilson, the Axiom has already started their scheme with their cargo waiting in line at the breach loading docks, waiting for their launch time. Ideally, Wilson wants to find out to where and to whom the satellite is heading, and for what purpose. He'd like to retrieve the satellite if possible, though at the bare minimum it must be stopped from deploying. You had some misgivings about working with the detective, but have confirmed that at least his story about working undercover at the Axiom seems to be true, and he has information about the launch, the cargo, and the Axiom members involved that would help you out. You accepted the job and started doing some research. You were able to get visual footage of one of the Axiom infiltrators using fake credentials to access the facility, a little person going by the name Yusef. You identified a few avenues to possibly exploit in your mission, the Enigmatic Cargo Assurance Division Canary, the Imperfect Skyhook System, a secretive vessel smuggling ring, and the exclusive junk clearing custodians. Ultimately, you decided on trying to get ahead of the launch and to get to Leica Station before the Axiom to intercept the package there. But before we get into it, we do need to roll our start of mission abilities because we forgot to do that last time. So Olivia's got a scavenge. Tis has nose for a story. We did roll 3D printing already because we kind of we went ahead on that so you'd have gear to uh, get the equipment you needed to get into Nickel's head. Right. Do I, do I get to do a hustling? No. You were almost dead again. Right. No matter how many times you ask. Stop almost dying. <laughs> well, if it isn't the consequences for my actions. <laughs> Rearing its ugly head. Ooh, that's not great. What do I add to this? Edge. Edge. Okay. That's okay. Then it bumps me up to seven. Cool. So you get one, I think? Yep. Ooh, I rolled an 11 plus two mine, so... Olivia gets a 13. Cool. So you've got three scavenged gear. Yeah, nice. While considering how to proceed next, you do get a message from Wilson. He got in touch with a contact in the strap hangers you had asked him to. This particular strap hanger owes him a favor for looking the other way on some contraband trafficking charges. He gives you the contact info and you can get in touch with them whenever you need. And other than that, I'll leave it to you. It's uh, how you want to proceed, what other research you want to do. Start your planning. All right. So we're going to need to find some some uh, tickets for this flight. That should be uh, priority number one. Yeah, I think one of the things we talked about last time was that uh, I will maybe talk to a friend of a friend <laughs> into getting us passports and tickets, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Tickets might be asking for a lot for the <laughs> one person, but definitely passports. Uh, some of us can ride on our own. Okay. Yeah, I think that might be two things passport and tickets are kind of two things because the are two different things i should say the passports will be in your traveling documents and stuff yeah that'll be something you have to get forged 
the tickets, although obviously, yeah, anybody could buy a ticket. The issue is that you need to get ahead of the line, essentially, because if you bought tickets now, you wouldn't be going, you know, for a couple weeks or something, mm-hmm. right? You need yeah. to go tomorrow. You need to buy someone else's tickets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, buy someone else's tickets or bribe someone to get moved ahead of the line, something like that, right? So I think those are two different things. Okay. Maybe we can, like, find a ticket scalper or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't yeah, think anyone's scalping so. <laughs> those. That seems, like, too pricey. There's a market for everything. Um, it's a black oh. market, yeah. Wait, but how would we afford it? Why would I need a counterfeit passport? I mean, do you want to go as Tiz? <laughs> That's fine. Okay. If it'll save us some so money. So if stuff goes terribly, it's going to be that everyone will know it's you. I'm trying to save the world. <laughs> um, Olivia definitely needs one. Yeah. I mean, I do need one. Yeah, Olivia needs one for sure. The rest of you, it's kind of up to you whether you want to go as is. Yeah. Or not. I mean, uh, I don't th- think anyone's going to let Garrett just walk <laughs> Now, if, if you're buying tickets from somebody else, yeah. then you would need a passport that matches it. That's true. Yeah, if you're going to buy tickets under your name and just bribe someone to get ahead of the line, mm-hmm. okay, then you'd be fine with your own passport. So we're going to need to find a family of four. Mm-hmm. It we might be kind like, of fun. Are we like, going to be the slacks again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the equivalent the space of... Slacks. <laughs> the space slacks. Space slacks. It's like x slacks. <laughs> oh. oh no. No. I didn't hear it and I'm fine no. with not having yeah, heard it. Just hear it X-lax. No, no. No. Uh, no. 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 No, I think it might be fun to um find some people that we could uh, you know, bribe or extort. Extort or buy their tickets off of somehow and uh, you know, just pretend to be them. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. I mean, that just sounds like a good time. I love stealing identities. (laughs) Yeah. So you're looking for someone who is willingly looking to part with their tickets. Ideally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If not, then someone who (laughs) can maybe be leveraged into releasing their tickets. Who might be able to be convinced. You know, start their vacation a week later. Right. I see. Mm -hmm. I wonder, Olivia, were you just going to use your contact to like get our passport stuff? Yeah, so we probably do that after the tickets. I okay. Yeah, we'll start with that because you need to know if you're who we are. You're going yeah. as yeah. yeah. So I could use my research, and I could use the where would I find, and maybe I could find the the list of passengers for the upcoming flight, and then we can uh, mm-hmm. start looking into them, narrowing it down. The manifest. Sure. Yeah, the manifest. I have a feeling the hard thing is not going to be uh, the flight to the space station. That that could go really easily if we just have tickets and stuff, but. It's going to be whatever we have to do to get them. <laughs> well, we'll find out. Well, I mean, we could just we'd probably intimidate we people. we got to find out who's there first. Sure. Yeah, I think, the Dan, uh, that's a good uh, idea. You can use your nose for a story to you know, track down a, a manifest or an article about. Sure. Or, or to find the right uh, message boards for someone who's trying to get rid of their uh, tickets. Mm-hmm. Let me just look at my nose for a story. So I can ask one question from the research list. Yeah, well, one of the ways you can use it is just to ask a research question. So then that research question could be, where could I find a person? Mm-hmm. Not just any person. I also have uh, 24-7 live feeds. So lets me uh, ask follow-up questions when I research. I might get one of you hackers to assist me on my research. Mm-hmm. Oh, so if, if you're spending the notes for a story, you can just ask that question. You don't need to roll. Oh, okay. I don't think. Yeah, okay. That makes, yeah, ask one question from the research list. Yeah, because you already made the roll to get that hold, so. That's true. Okay, then I ask my question. There will be a roll involved in 
now trying to get these tickets from these people. So, uh, yeah, I guess, well, what, what do you want your approach to be? Do you want it to be someone who has trying to sell off their tickets because of a change of their plans or someone who is trying to make some money and trying to sell their tickets or whatever other uh, avenues? I mean, the easiest way would be to find someone trying to part with their tickets. Somebody down on their luck. <laughs> Tell them we desperately need them. It's like for uh, we uh, we left our baby on the moon. So oh, no. on situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's two guys trying to like murder him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sure. Just like Home Alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Moon alone. No? Okay. <laughs> moon alone. Yeah. Home a moon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Home a loon. Anyway. I said home a moon. Oh, okay. Home. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> home a luna. Yeah. Sounds good. So, think, yeah, you, you found someone who is a family who had booked a, a trip, but now because of a business thing, they can't go. They're trying to sell off these tickets. Oh, why not one of you roll a style check just for the conversation here and see how it goes? Yeah, I bet the moon business does not give refunds at all. <laughs> I don't have any style. Or like the, the rebooking fee is as much as a new ticket, basically. Right. So. All right. I, I got one style, so I'll, I'll, I'll try to convince them that... Uh, we, we need to get to our baby on the moon. <laughs> you don't realize if our baby stays there too long, he's not going to develop properly. The gravity, it's only like 0.18 or something of the earth. Yeah, you don't want a baby with brittle bones. Yeah, and he'll get so used to those space bounces, you know. We can't do that on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's psychological damage too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it'll be exactly. Like, it'll be like prison once he's back here. Do you want that on your hands? That psychological prison bone blood? <laughs> can you live with that? I like how it's on this guy's hands if we left our baby. Okay, I think you can roll now. And now I roll, right? <laughs> yeah, how's that style check coming I, along? I roll, <laughs> I roll the dice at this point. <laughs> yeah, after saying all that bullshit, yes. <laughs> I rolled eight and I have plus one style, so nine. Were they assisting me on that? They it seemed like they were. <laughs> that seemed like hindrance to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. It balances out to zero. <laughs> yeah. uh, still a seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, that they're trying to make a bit of a profit on it because they know that these tickets are not, strictly speaking, transferable. So mm-hmm. they know that if, if you want them that badly, then they've got a little bit of leverage too. So right. they're trying to make a, a buck off of it. That's fair. It's like trying to get tickets for Burning Man. Seems like an event that shouldn't have tickets, but yeah. I guess Can't it does. Can't you just go? No, you cannot. Okay. You will be turned away. Let's call it three cred, I think. Probably it would have been two cred to buy these tickets originally, but again, because they have a little bit of leverage, they're asking for three. Did we bet on the mission? We didn't. No, no. but that's okay. Okay. We can do one? Yep, yeah, I'll chip in one. I shall also. Garrett. I don't know if Garrett has money. <laughs> Garrett. <laughs> I, I only have one cred, <laughs> so I feel like I should, like, you know, hang on to it in case we need it. All right. You have to sit by the um, fire escape then. Okay. It's only fair. Isn't that a... Like one of the better places to sit? Yeah, oh, I guess it true. depends. Well, he needs legroom because he's missing one. <laughs> he he can sit by the aisle. I would prefer him by the fire escape, just, you know, in case we need to get him out quickly. Because we yeah. have had to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like pretty often. <laughs> That's usually where you see people right, with you, walkers and wheelchairs. So 
That's true. But yeah, I'll I'll pitch in a credit as well to make up three. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, so you got your four tickets on a flight that's leaving tomorrow, uh, which will give you, you know, probably like an 18-hour head start on the uh, Axiom. Do we know their name? The names of the, uh, the for the, the, the tickets are Yeah, in. the ticket names. Uh, no. Well, I mean, you know them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we'll have to make them up. Yum. Oh, yeah. Are we betting on this job? No, don't worry about it. Okay. I didn't think we had to. <laughs> Being the, the ultimate episode. So. Jake's, Jake's going to kill us. I'm just going to so. name generate here. Uh, I mean, if it's not Mr. and Mrs. Slacks anyway. It's not. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> that would be, yeah, too much of a coincidence. It's Mr. Uh, and Mrs. Trouser. The denims. <laughs> the denims? <laughs> That's actually really good. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's Olivia's turn to choose the name, though. I want to say Dunn is the last name, but I'm trying to figure out a good first names. Oh, I got first names. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, none of them are normal. That's fine. First name, Getter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just with the whole thing is like, I don't want to, I don't actually want to name the normal name, so that's why I'm having a trouble. I like, yeah, Dunn's a good uh, last name. Pasquelcho. Pasquelcho? That's a little too crazy. Tamarathy? Tamarathy? What about Darren Ulysses Norman? Guys, no. we have to remember these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that way, when you shorten his name, it's Dun Dun. <laughs> I think everybody should just choose their own name because we're not going to agree on this. <laughs> so you're Pasquelcho? Pasquelcho <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm Pasquelcho. The names aren't super important, so either pick one or we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to question us. Someone's going to question us. <laughs> That's the whole point of the game. <laughs> so, uh, question. Uh, are we sneaking barf onto the Your spaceship? Your name's question? Okay. No. Barf. Question done. Oh, okay. Oh. Question done. <laughs> question done. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say Darren Ulysses Nathan or Norman. Darren Ulysses Norman Dunn. Can we just call you Dem for short? Yes. Oh, that's dumb. That's dumb um, for short. What are your other names? I'm going to go with Esma. Esma. E-S-M-A. Okay. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. Pretty close to Esmeralda, your last one. Oh, yeah. Maybe then I shouldn't use <laughs> No, that's fine. Because <laughs> then they're like, wait a minute, you look so familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you keep using the same code name. <laughs> Esma. I mean, I did call myself B-U-N-K last time, so. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Man. Did you got one handy? No. Anyone got a suggestion? Moransev. Omar. It's hard to say. Samuelda. Omar is hard to say. <laughs> no, no. Whatever Schubert said. <laughs> oh. Omar's fine. Plambo. Get her. All right. Get her done. There <laughs> get we her go. done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> That's too silly. We were called the Slacks. <laughs> yeah, but we had regular first names. And my name is literally Dun Dun. <laughs> Yeah, but we're not calling you that. Oh, but you will. <laughs> you will. Okay, Pasquelcho, Darren, okay, so what, Esma? Is it, was that? Esma. Esma? E-S-M-A, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was it, Dan? <laughs> Omar, get her done. Omar. <laughs> okay. Quote, unquote, get her done. Yeah. Get her. That's our family done. motto. No, it's not. It's on our crest. No, no it's not. I'm not a part of that family. Gee <laughs> <laughs> whiz. Um, anyway, okay. so let's go visit my good friend. So the next step will be uh, getting passports and travel papers. Um, so you kind of, I think, you know, 
someone through the Gastown Sparks. Yeah. You said you didn't want them to be a spark, but someone who would have... close enough. Yeah. Like, they're, Just they're like, good buddies. Exactly. Yeah, one removed or whatever. Did you have someone specific in mind? Um, we'll go with Jamil. Jamil. So Jamil is someone who has worked with some people in the Sparks before, forging documents and passports and IDs and things like that. In particular, he's one of the better people at Vessel passports and things like that, having you know some encounters with the Transit Commission before. Why don't you roll a style? Okay. Oh, and you're going to spend your contact. Yes. Oh, shit. That's a nine. And I have a zero style, so just nine. So seven to nine, choose two from the list below. Your request is going to cost you extra. Your request is going to take time. Your request is going to attract unwanted attention. Your contact needs your help with something else first. Um, we don't have a lot of time. No, unfortunately, I don't think you can pick that one for this to work. Yeah. Or doing a favor, unless it's a quick one. Yeah, if it's a quick favor, we'll definitely do that for him. But it'll probably also cost money because he doesn't know me very well. <laughs> yeah, if you want to do a favor, we can you know kind of just hand wave it by uh, spending a gear or an intel. Sure. I'll spend a gear on it. Sure. He needs some uh, widgets. And here you are, sir. Just so happens you found some widgets earlier. What luck. <laughs> You're just going to give those away? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not giving them away. I'm spending spending them. <sighs> I guess where we're going, we won't need widgets. I guess we yeah. need whatever you got with those widgets. <laughs> Sorry. I know I said you could have some of these widgets. <laughs> just don't give away all the doohickeys. We need those. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think this is probably be the equivalent of a hacker with a sense of professional integrity. Just looking at the uh, cred list here. Does he have a sense of integrity, though? I assume you want him to. Yes, I guess we do. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, to pay for his ability as well as his discretion, right? Right, yes. Uh, which would be four cred on as is. Oof. Jeez. Well, I can give another one cred. I can do two. I'm running out of money, though. Yeah, this puts me down to one cred. Down to four. Garrett, can't you like borrow some cred? Get some uh, some forwards from your clients? <laughs> Advances? Uh, <laughs> if I hadn't beat myself up, then I could have. I mm. can pay three, I guess. I'll go. Dang. Y'all owe me. I don't. I paid uh, one cred. <laughs> Garrett definitely owes you. Yeah, Garrett, I owe you. I owe you one. I'll remind you that... Uh, Adira did say that she may be able to help a little bit financially. Oh, yeah. Why isn't she paying for all of this? <laughs> yeah, I sent her an invoice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, she, she said she can't uh, break the bank without arousing suspicion, right? But she might be able to help out a little bit. For, so. for, for credit is walking around money for someone like Adira. Yeah, I was about to say, like, <laughs> what is considered breaking the bank? It's like, that's like buying a new car money. Basically, the more you spend, the more of a chance there will be that something goes wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not like there's a set number where alarms go off. Okay. But it's 10. <laughs> but it's 10. <laughs> I mean, 10's a lot. That's pretty good. That's a lot. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had 10 credits. <laughs> I think Garrett had 10 credits. At one point, oh, yeah, I had. I at one did. point, I was up to 11. Yeah. Oh, my sure. God. Double digits. I was at nine yeah. before we all got shot. You, you really were like an actual rich guy once. <laughs> at one point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once I was. But I did have some enough money to let borrow some money but that's about as rich as i ever got mm -hmm. yeah should have stuck to drug dealing well you know what they say uh something something no one to hold them no one to fold them no one to not get beat up by a super soldier <laughs> easy come easy go come easy go can't take it with you <laughs> can't take it with you that's right can't take it with you mm -hmm. so jameel gets to work starts typing away at the computer and you hear printers whirring and 
stamp stamping and things like that. He pauses for a second and says, now you're sure Pasquelcho? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just the guy's name on the, on the ID. Like, I, didn't, I mean, that might not be how you pronounce it, but that's how it's spelled. <laughs> <laughs> Pasquelcho life chose you. <laughs> oh, man. man. That's an episode title. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he hands over the uh, passports and you transfer the cred and you're on your way. It's a me, Pesquelcho. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to have like different accents. <laughs> We're supposed to do the same family. <laughs> it's a uh, very sophisticated family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all, all right. w- like went and lived in different parts of the world and then came back together. Mm-hmm. For like a reunion. And this is this is where we're going on our reunion trip. Right. To the moon. To the moon. Good backstory. We are moon. family. One of these days. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so you have your tickets, you have your passports. So you have, assuming nothing goes wrong, a way up to like the station. Nice. So they're real tickets. Oh, yeah. And fake passports. Yeah, they are real tickets, fake passports. Yeah. Gotcha. Fake passports to match the tickets. All right. I feel pretty good about this. So this was these yeah. people's actual names then? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, someone's actual name was Pasquelcho. Wow. Believe it or not. This is the names you gave them, yes. <laughs> they they are definitely not thinking that we're going to do anything bad with their tickets. Mm-hmm. Wow. I sincerely apologize to any listeners named Pasquelcho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Pasquelcho. <laughs> Holy shit. If there's anyone out there, please contact us. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I am going to read their name during the patron list later. (laughs) They just wanted some recognition is all. Uh. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, what else do you guys want to do? You like Mm. you you have your way up. There may be other information or preparation you want to do before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we do need more information. <laughs> you know, one of the Axiom members, and you've got a picture of them, and you know basically the launch number, like the flight number, essentially, when they're scheduled to launch. You know that it's two cargo containers that be loaded up onto one Sabo and launched. And that's basically all you know about the uh, actual operation there so far. Yeah, I feel like more than that would be good <laughs> to know more than that. Okay, let's maybe do some. Email hacking or something. I feel like Octa, Octa Quinley might know mm-hmm. a thing or two. She was she was there at the docks. We saw her in the video. Definitely. Yeah, she seems to be a pretty big figure in the Axiom. So she would be someone good to hack. What exactly are we trying to get? Just more information about uh, this uh, launch so that we can try to... F- yeah. Basically, we, I guess we need to figure out when it arrives at um, Leica Station. What's the security like at Leica Station? And how can mm. we intercept the package there? Yeah. I'd also kind of want to know what is their ultimate plan? Like, mm-hmm. we know that they want to launch satellites, but like, for what reason? Like, what are the, <laughs> why are they doing this? Yeah. Yeah. That would be very good to know. I, I kind of figured we'd find that after we <laughs> got the satellite, but yeah. It'd be, it would be the more information we can find out, the better. Yeah, I do think the the security one is very good too, though. So we should probably look into that as well. Bunk then can look up uh, security measures at Leica Station. Get into their uh, what do you call it? Security cameras. 
It's probably going to be from like hacking an employee. You do have the contact that Wilson gave you, who is a strap hanger as well, Mm -hmm. who might have some information about that kind of thing, or you might want to save that for something else. No. uh, So the strap hangers, so what's their connection again to, to Lyco Station? They're the transit mob, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're a gang that was formed by former Vantel Transit Commission mm-hmm. execs, basically. Uh, so they have a lot of uh, people on the inside of the Transit Commission. Right. So they would know how to get in the some like documents that are on like secure servers, maybe. Possibly. All right. Well, yeah. If we have uh, people that know the inner workings, I think that's always yeah. smarter to use that. Let's get use these people on the inside. What, what's this guy's name again? Did we already name him? You don't know this person um, uh, yet, but uh, the name you were given was Strobe. Strobe. Ooh, that's pretty dope. That sounds like an American gladiator name. <laughs> it does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> yes. I'm going to um, contact Strobe. How's, the, how's Wilson getting us in contact? Did he already say or no? He just gave you the contact info oh, okay. and directed you to contact them and said that uh, Strobe will be expecting your call. Okay, good. That's kind of what I was wondering. Like, are we just <laughs> calling this guy out of the blue? And he's like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> he, he has called in a favor from Strobe to help you. I mean, I'm, I'm scared of Strobe just from his name. <laughs> okay, sweet. So uh, we reach out to Strobe and uh, can I ask him, can, uh, can you get us in, in the servers? We need to find out some uh, security info for Leica Station. We can pay well. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, no, we can't. <laughs> I'm running out of money here. <laughs> yeah, but we got more on the way. No, this is coming from my dearest pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of your work on uh, American Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, why don't you roll the uh, style check and we'll see how well this will go, then we can decide. <laughs> I realized that either way I'm going to have to roll, but one way I would have had yeah. to <laughs> hack, and this way I just have to try to, <laughs> I don't know, not be a and dick. We'll, 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 give you a, uh, we'll give you a plus one, actually, because this is from Wilson. Right. Sweet. The hookup has already been made for you. All right. Here we go. Oh, I rolled a 10. So that is a 12 total. Good golly. Not too shabby. They can get you... <laughs> Just thinking that we're bonding over having a one-syllable uh, name. <laughs> <laughs> cool name. Oh, Bonk, that's so cool. cool name, yeah. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, they're, they're able to get you... Uh, a temporary credential that you'll be able to get in and poke around in the system for just a little bit and get a little bit of information about the security systems there. That's all I need, man. So on the station itself, the kind of public area, so to speak, is not, you know, it's not as uh, defended as, say, the vessel breach itself, um, because in theory, if you're up there, you've already gone through security and everything. Exactly. There are still VTC guards there, but not as much as there would be elsewhere how, how many would you say there'd be well i mean it's a big like it's still a big station right so you know in any particular quadrant or section there may be you know maybe four or something like that right okay uh, but there are other guards on the station elsewhere in particular in the non-public areas right in the uh, infrastructure and you know where cargo is turned around and that kind of thing that is more heavily secured with uh, guards as well as you know security doors and 
cameras throughout as well. Okay, cool. We'll give you an Intel bunk that you can use later to know about a security system or something like that. Cool. What kind of um, weapons would be safe in space? Fists. Well, or are we allowed to bring? Because we're going to get... I assume we're not allowed to bring our weapons, Mm -hmm. but... Knives. No, you would not be allowed to bring weapons on board. Shanks, then. (laughs) What if your fists Uh, are weapons, though? (laughs) Yes. I think the station is, you know, because it it needs to be able to uh, withstand micrometeorites and that kind of thing. So it's Mm -hmm. like it's it's built enough that it's not like you're going to shoot out and depressurize the whole station or anything. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, maybe there might be areas where that would be possible. But generally speaking, yeah, if you're shooting around inside the station, that's fine. Or... I mean, like, fine isn't the word. (laughs) (laughs) Are guns like outlawed in space or because they could control. You're you're not allowed to bring them uh, into the breach, but there are guns in space. People have guns out there. Well, the the guards do. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure that has been smuggled. Yeah. Smuggled guns. Maybe that's something we should look into is smuggling some stuff of our own onto the onto the ship. Yeah. Let's bring a bomb. Oh my God, Tiz! Quite what, what I meant. What, what are you <laughs> planning? To, You're to, like, <laughs> to blow up a satellite, <laughs> not people. I don't think we need that. <laughs> I don't know if we need to do that. We might kill more people than save in that situation. Yeah. I don't know if we need to bring I mean, any weapons. We just need to intercept uh, this satellite. I guess so. I, I mean, more like maybe we need, yeah, tools or something then. Mm hmm. Yeah. Things that might be suspicious if we brought them on our person. But. Yeah, so. probably. <laughs> maybe we should gear up on like body armor and stuff then. Yeah. So maybe like a some sort of cutters or something. But I, I think that there's probably a lot of stuff at like a station. Like we might be able to, you know, steal what we need there. Sure. So the, the station yeah. itself is basically like a small airport terminal, right? It's like mm-hmm. where, you know, where you would go before you transfer on to your next flight, essentially. So, you know, there's a small food court and a duty-free shop and that kind of thing. You can get anything at an airport terminal. Yeah. 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 Magazines, guns, you name guns. it. Toilet paper. <laughs> yep. And, and certainly in the behind the scenes, there'd be all sorts of tools and equipment. Yeah. And duty-free alcohol. But we'd have to do more sneaking. I feel like if we could just get it on there... Onto the thing and then just be like, oh, my luggage or whatever. <laughs> it would be better. <laughs> All right. Well, pack what you need. That's my emotional support rifle. <laughs> <laughs> it does make you feel safe. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It's my emotional support wire cutters <laughs> that I need. But there, oh, I think there's probably like a, Probably some tech that we could bring on board. Like, you know, you could get like a gun built into your hand or something. <laughs> right. I'm, again, I'm not even specifically thinking weapons, mm-hmm. like just tools. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, some sort of plasma cutter or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like we're going to need to break into the, these satellites. Mm-hmm. Probably. If you guys want like a bag of gear, yes. <laughs> like you could maybe just buy that and decide what it is later. Yes, mm-hmm. that sounds good. You would just need to still w- would need to figure out a way to smuggle it if you're trying to smuggle it. Yeah, that, right. and that's what I'm saying. So I think we could need we to find use inside Garrett. Inside Garrett, I was going to say, can we use Garrett. barf somehow? Like, you tell me, put it in their their pill bottles and stuff. Yeah, just like... Are they all going on this trip, too? <laughs> well, have them... So, you know, it's basically like an airport, right? But for space. So I, I assume there's like... 
you know, you like, there's like a terminal that like people can show up to. Right. And then like an outside terminal, an outside terminal. Yeah. So you have like all of barf show up and like cause a commotion and then turn out that they're like big friends crews, uh, doesn't leave until tomorrow, but like in the commotion, they can sneak something, you know, past a security line or whatever. Oh, just, I thought you were saying just, there was a division of barf in space that would meet us there. No, but there, I bet you there is definitely barf in space. Yeah, there's barf supporters <laughs> out there for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're making Jake so tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm aging as we speak. I mean, that is true. A real talk. <laughs> we, I bet we could sneak gear like past customs or, you know, past security with right. a big enough crowd, right? Yeah. So, like, uh, yes, at, at the breach on Earth, there will be a security and customs, essentially. Yeah. If you can think of some way to sneak this bag past, maybe that could be something Barf could do. I would need a little, uh, a little description of how that's going to happen. Okay. We print Barf a bunch of like fake tickets. And then they're going to make a commotion when they like try to check in or whatever. Like two thirds of them will. I was just thinking that they could have signs that where they're like waiting for somebody to arrive, like a celebrity. (gasps) And they're all like really excited for the celebrity person to arrive. But they're like, where is, where's Tom Cruise? They said he'd be back here. (laughs) He's still alive. No, it's got to be like future Matlock or something. So there actually aren't any arrivals at the breach. Nobody ever comes back. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> they come back, but to different right. Uh, right. locations. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. We just uncovered a huge secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, has anyone seen the space station? They could be waiting for someone to leave. Yeah. But yes, yeah. The, in reverse, they could be mm-hmm. just yeah waiting. They could be seeing somebody off. Maybe some like famous guy is going to Leica, and it's like he's going to go there to retire, so he's never coming back, and all of his fans. They're seeing them off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that one of my things that, that, or like the thing that I brought up is that smuggling isn't like unknown to do it on the ship. We would just have to find somebody who would do that for Mm -hmm. us. It seems like maybe even like probably, uh, in my opinion, Jamil probably has like a a, a reference, (laughs) you know, like, oh, just use uh, Jacob. He always does a good job at smuggling. He's my guy. Yeah, so like the kind of the other way would be to smuggle something into the like one of the cargo launches that's right before you and pick it up Mm -hmm. at the station, something like that. Right, right. That that seems like the best (laughs) way. We'll just keep uh, trickling things to Lyco Station slowly, (laughs) and eventually we'll all make it there. (laughs) I mean, we can still have Barf there just for funsies. Mm -hmm. We should have Barf (laughs) there just to see us off. Yeah, of course. Emotional support. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Where are the celebrities now? Yeah, the more attention you attract to yourselves, the better. <laughs> well, no, that, oh, that attracts attention away from you. I mean, that's literally you. how we've done everything. Yeah, the, <laughs> the famous Bisquelcho and Dunn family. <laughs> Bisquelcho and the Dunns. <laughs> mm. All right. Maybe that um, part wasn't a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. Yeah. So no uh, barf. Okay. Barf is dead to us. Oh, oh Wow. No, no, but we'll, 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 we'll put a pin in them. They'll be around when we need them. Yeah. They'll come back at some point. I spent an advancement on them. They'll be back. You, you want to try to, uh, um, smuggle this stuff on. Uh, yeah. Again, that would either maybe be another contact or talk to one of your existing ones again. Yeah. Jamil or Strobe. Strobe might know someone. He seems like a guy who maybe 
knows some <laughs> illicit people. Exactly. So like yeah. what, what the cargo, you want to make a drop essentially mm-hmm. of this gear and get it launched up right. um, to the station before you guys arrive and mm-hmm. then you can pick it up. All there. right. Yeah. I just reached out to Strobe and I'm like, Hey, uh, I know uh, there's some uh, spots on the cargo. Um, what are they called? The cargo like vessels. The sabo. <laughs> yeah. They usually have some uh, empty space for uh, smuggling. Do you think there's any chance that we could get some gear on before we head out there? Yeah, just uh, let's do another style check then. Oh boy, not great. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I rolled three, so just Ooh. four. Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. So no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think basically Strobe is like, you know, I, I've already paid off the favor to Wilson. I'm not risking my neck for whatever harebrained scheme you guys got going on here. Um, and logs off. All right. Her brains aren't made of hair. Can, can Garrett use I know people to like know someone who has like smuggled drugs to the moon before? We can just ask him to smuggle something else. That makes sense. And I'm also filling in a block of the lake where clock. Can we brute force this and just spend contacts? On <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, if you want to try with somebody else, you can. I personally yeah. like the idea of going there without gear. I think it'd be. More interesting. And just finding like something when we get there. Acquire on site. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I think it'd be more interesting for storytelling purposes. Well, you don't have to have anything that's in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I want my gear. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's um, get Garrett can know someone who's like smuggled drugs to the moon before. What's, you know, instead of drugs, it's just like some wrenches and shit. Like how, how much harder yeah. can it be? Right. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. I need a name. For a guy, smuggles drugs to the moon. Uh, okay, his name is Smet. Smet Datum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but that sounds great. Smet Datum. Yeah. Sounds like a P. Diddy-like spinoff name. <laughs> what I did is I, I, I abbreviated uh, smuggles things to the moon and then oh, added nice. some letters in between. I like that. <laughs> That's a great way to come up with a name. I love it. Do you like that? Smet, Very Smet Datum? Yeah. Yeah, so Smet Datum, and I guess uh, I know people, so I guess I got to roll how well I know them. So to see, if, to see if this guy actually likes you or not. Yeah, which mm-hmm. you might not. Uh, Is he your ex? <laughs> oh, boy. No, never. <laughs> Garrett never talks to any of his exes. He cuts it off. Smith Adam's not old enough <laughs> to be his ex. No one's old enough. Okay, that is a nine, and this is plus style 11. I've worked with them before. Ooh, they have talent. I'm writing them down as a contact. Sounds good. Good job. Yeah, so you've, you've uh, probably worked with Smith before. Uh, I don't think in the smuggling to the moon field, but in some other kind of contraband drug smuggling. Yeah. He'll be able to get this uh, bag basically onto one of the flights before you and fake a a luggage tag for (laughs) you so you can claim it when you get up there. I'm imagining he's like covering the outside of what we're smuggling in in drugs so that (laughs) that when they like look for stuff, everyone's just like, this is normal. Oh, it's just drugs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just just a weekly brick of heroin. Just those moon drugs. (laughs) What is this, a wrench? Get this whole thing off this. But actually, it's our emotional support weapons. (laughs) Cool. Sounds good. So I think what we could do is we could have you, like you you guys already have three gear amongst you. Mm -hmm. So we can say this smuggle bag has three gear for sure. Um, And then you could add additional gear by spending some cred here. Sounds good. 
by spending cred, you mean Adira is going to put some yeah. money in for us? I say three more creds. How much to bring my motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, another story altogether. Uh, do you bring it in one piece or break it down first? Yeah, you'll have to put it back together <laughs> when you get up there. <laughs> yeah, like an Ikea bike. How much cocaine does it take to cover a motorcycle? I, I don't think I'm going to put anything extra, but I do fill all the empty spaces with uh, distraction bots. Little BB bots. Why? Would that not draw attention? <laughs> They're not going off. <laughs> okay. It's for later. Oh, I see. I thought you are going to like put them in there and like have them start beeping. No, but they might weep, beep weep, on weep. the station later to... <laughs> Cause of distraction just in mm-hmm. time. You know that they're not used to that kind of shit on the moon. Mm-mm. No, they can't handle beeping. All right. So, yeah, if you uh, ask Adira for a, a bit of funding here for the mission, mm-hmm. yeah, she's fine with uh, providing three cred for sure. I think that'd get you another, we'll call it another four gear. Wow. So. Sick. Seven altogether. Yeah. Dang. Nice. That's almost enough to build a bike again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. That's great. And then the one last thing that at least that I was thinking I wanted to do, yeah, it was sort of, I mean, I don't think we're going to find out their plan plan, but like, what, what are these? (laughs) I would like to find out more about these satellites and like, they've got to have some sort of paper trail (laughs) about talking about this whole plan that maybe I can find out. We might be able to find out like their shipping info or something. Yeah. What's your uh, approach for that? Um, Yeah. Like I was talking about maybe hacking into Octa Quinley's emails or whatever we use nowadays. <laughs> the T-mails now. T-mails. For the tethernet. Right. Yeah, I think you can try. I think it probably will be difficult and with potential consequences for sure. Because, mm. you know, you, you you have already done a lot of research on everything public facing you can find about Okta and you know her involvement with the Axiom and that kind of thing as well as on you know you research the video of the uh, satellite and uh, uh, Jala the other woman that was there at the time so you would have to get a lot closer to get more I think at this point Mm -hmm. how do you mean closer like you know onto a private server or something Uh, like that as opposed to what you've done before yeah you're gonna have to break into her house oh I mean that'd be one way to do it (laughs) <laughs> she has servers at her home. That seems weird for uh, somebody in that cult. Secret servers. Yeah. Okay. I can. I can get into our house. I've done this before. So I, I think what I would call it is that we we do that. Um, um, per, uh, what is it? Perform an operation or something like that. Do an operation roll, uh, which is an edge, which would cover you know basically trying to get into um, mm-hmm. into her office, for example and gain access to her personal servers, and then it would be the hacking stuff from there. Okay. Oh, my God. What am I getting myself into? (laughs) Uh, I got a 10 plus one edge. Holy moly. What's up with you guys? I mean, I've broken into people's houses before. (laughs) I did this at Nightingale's place. Yeah, but rolling well is what I'm talking about. Oh, that's not something you guys normally do. I mean, so far, doesn't mean much. Conduct an operation. That's what I was looking for. Sure. I'm conducting an operation. Um, so, yeah, I think we'll do the office. We'll go back to that church. She has an office in the church that you had decided uh, it was too dangerous at the time to push any further. Mm-hmm. But maybe I got this info from, uh, what's, his, what's his name, Dandelion or whatever. Sure, yeah. Before. Yeah, now, now you have a little more info. You know the layout of the place better. You think you can give it another try? Okay. 
and you do. Um, and you get into the uh, office, and yeah, there's a, a terminal at the desk there, and you sit down and pop open the screen and get to work. So let's do a login check, which is synth. Synth. I got an eight plus one. So on a nine, you're in, but choose one. Uh, passive trace, which means they're, they're starting to track you down. Mm-hmm. Ice is activated, which means you have to fight off some intrusion countermeasures, uh, or we'll advance a mission clock, or you get minus one in all your further rolls in the system. Uh, I don't want that one. What are we at at the mission clock? Uh, two late work blocks are filled in so far. Mm-mm. We'll go with that one. No. No? I never get to advance the legwork clock. You guys always do that. We got so, we got so much legwork left to go. Let's do it. <laughs> I just don't yeah. know. Yeah. Take yeah. the risk. All right. Sure. See what happens. <laughs> this just takes a little extra time. So I think basically what happens is you're, you, you get in, you're able to cover your tracks, but not the fact that someone had accessed this system. Mm-hmm. And so there's just like, you know, a blank login entry there. So someone might get suspicious about that later. No, it was just a blackout. <laughs> they got so many enemies. It's no problem. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're getting constantly hacked. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll do one more, which is just the manipulate systems then, which is synth again, to actually log into her email account there. Uh, the eight plus one, so nine again. Oh, so again, you got one hold, so you'll be able to get one bit of juicy info from the emails here. I'll give you some choices. It could be something to do with some of the other people she's been talking to in order to get this done. It could be something to do with what she had been doing at the church. Like, you, you had seen her uh, taking those two acolytes to the back at the uh, church meeting. We want to know about the satellite, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that was my main thing, anyway. Like, if she knows anything about the satellite, mm-hmm. what it does, I think that's... Yeah, That's that mm-hmm. seems like your, your main question. Oh, also, do I get do we get two? Because that is... I know that nine to... Seven to nine, I get a plus hold, but... I have like this highlighted manipulate systems. When I manipulate systems, I get plus one hold successfully. What what is that from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've actually used this. Like, part. was it something you picked? Uh, choose a number of programs equal to your Dex processing. You will start with many programs. You cannot run multiple copies of the same so program. So you have a program that does that. Yeah, that's I guess so. <laughs> um, so yeah, you get two hold. Okay, well then I do want to know what she was doing with those accolades with one of okay. them. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think we can weave those two together then. Okay. So yeah, you, you get basically like a report that she has written and it is uh, sent to Jala Factor, who is the, the, the doctor that you saw in uh, the video with her uh, in the uh, with the satellites. Mm. Um, and the content of the report is about what they were doing with these uh, accolades is what they officially call a returning, which involves basically removing the cyberware in a person and, and returning them to a pure state, right? Oh, but what does that actually mean? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it would be really invasive. Oh, well, yes. And from what you gather, it's not 100% successful 100% of the time. Um, but it sounds like a particular part of the process is a device that will disable the cyberware, as well as disabling as a side effect, disabling electronics and things like that in the area. That's like an EMP, basically, then. Yeah. And the content of the report goes on to continue that, you know, it's the success rate is now, I don't know, 90% or something, and uh, we're ready to roll it out. Hmm. 
Yeah, that's that's totally what I thought was happening. It's like they were just mm. they've already launched a bunch of these. That's what causes the blackouts. They just want basically more coverage with more of these satellites so they can like cause everyone's cyberware to go out. Yeah. New and improved. Right. Where, wherever and whenever they want. What a bunch of dicks. But then what's causing the blue angels? Killing all of the members of Barf, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're definitely living off of cyber. A targeted anti-barf uh, offensive. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely up there with the most vulnerable. For sure. We gotta protect them. Knowing that you can't spend much longer in the system, you uh, uh, jack out and close the terminal and sneak out the back room of the church again. Mm-hmm. That I hmm. do. And I light up a cyber cigarette again, <laughs> remembering the last time I was here. Um, any other last minute things to do this up, guys? No, no. Launch me, baby. Launch me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Strap us in. Ready to launch. I mean, I think this is about as good a plan as we ever have. So, <laughs> so finally, you guys get to drive in. You are on the way towards the breach. Uh, the highway leading up to the breach is busy, but flows steadily. There are billboards for roadside attractions and pit stops whizzing by. The mountains on the west side occasionally give way to a lovely view of the ocean, and you can spot the offshore geothermal plants that power most of the city dotting the horizon. Eventually, the flow of traffic slows down a little, and you can see cars filtering into the different lanes um, on the uh, road that leads into the breach. Finally, around the next bend, you can see Whistler Mountain and the Vessel Breach. Most of the mountain is covered in forest and eco-reserve, protected by tranquility. But the breach itself is built into one side, a huge terraced complex climbing up the side of the mountain. You take the exit into the colossal underground parking structure and make your way into the breach itself. And inside is really quite nice. Each floor of the breach is open, so you can see all the way up the glass exterior, tinted so the sun beating in isn't too overbearing. There's powerful climate control that introduces a gentle calming breeze and pleasant temperature. There's lots of greenery, including large redwood trees hundreds of feet tall and a water feature that flows from the top down the different levels and into a fountain in the center of the main floor. Nestled in among the trees and shops are totem poles and murals depicting Native American history, with plaques describing each. This level is mostly shopping, while the other floors contain the various attractions and restaurants, and finally the terminal entrance on the top floor. You head up to the top floor and are waiting in line at the security counter. Uh, and you're watching uh, nearby, there's one of the departure billboards that lists all the departure times. You go way down the list and you can see the flight that you know the Axiom's cargo is going on. And you're quite pleased to see it well down the list compared to your flight. And you're waiting. After a moment, everything goes black. Everything goes dark. The whir of machinery stops and the electronics humming ceases. A murmur builds up throughout the crowd to the effect of, oh, the blackouts don't usually happen up this far north. Uh, what's going on here? And a few minutes of confusion and panic and you know, the security guard saying, hey, stay where you are. We'll figure this out. After a moment or two, it passes. The lights flicker back on. And you look back up at the departure board and see that the flight listing has changed. Oh, no. And you see your flight now way down on the bottom of the list and the Axiom flight right up near the top. What the fuck? Sons of bitches. We spent so much money. <laughs> and we'll be back in two weeks. Thank you for listening to this episode of The House of Bob. If you're enjoying the show, we'd love it if you gave us a review on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends about it. 
If you'd like to chat with us, you can hit us up on social media. We're at the House of Bob on most platforms. We also have a YouTube channel you can watch the show at, as well as a Discord. All the links to that are in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show financially, you can check out our Patreon. We've got at least 35 hours of bonus content, director's commentary, one-shots, RPG zines, and a monthly blog post. We also have an Etsy store where you can buy some zines and uh, t-shirts, die trays, fun stuff like that. I'll thank our existing patron members. That's Bolt, Tyler K, Tom Inns, Tom Wesley, Mike from Tales from the Glass Guarded World, Scooter Emerson, Robert, Ray Kearney, Mark Boykin, Mary Margaret, Luke Conroy, Kieran Duffy, Kifa Dad, Josh Jordan, Jessica, Jessica Colvin, Elias Anderson, Bucket 12, and Pasquelcho Dunn. If you've had a name change or I'm pronouncing it wrong, send us a message or email so we can correct it for the future. Our work for this episode is by Jake at Javix on Twitter. Audio production for this episode was by Mike from the Tales of the Glass Guarded World. And the music was by John Julius, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. Roll on. Stay funky, cyber junkies. You had some misgivings about working with the... the Okay, the word the, I don't know why that's so tricky. <laughs> 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 I feel like that's what I should have down by now. <laughs> home, home a moon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll come back to you if we need ADR. It'll be okay. I don't think anything's clear today. Okay, thank you. In a world <laughs> that has a trip to the moon. <laughs> One baby. <laughs> I need a name for a guy. Smuggles drugs to the moon. C. Polocho. S. <laughs> yeah. That does sound like a drug smuggler. <laughs> hey, what about all the Superochos that are listening to this right now? Oh, I'm sorry, Superocho. Superocho. You know what you do, though. <laughs> you know what you do. <laughs> Couldn't make it easy for us. <laughs> It'd be fun. Well, there goes <laughs> all the work you. we just did. <laughs> I know. The only thing... Was my hacking that actually ended up helping? <laughs> so much for Adira's mm. money. You guys have a lot to think on your feet. Oh man, how am I get? Or no, we sent the the gear up ahead of us, right? So maybe it'll actually be there. Yeah, that should already be there. I think. I think probably yeah. Okay, so good. Two things that we did <laughs> wasn't a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. And Pasquelcho done. <laughs> if you had a name change or I'm pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like the squelch show. <laughs> <laughs>